everybody. It's Dave and Jeff. It is October 27th, 2021. I realize I already made a mistake. Well, that's fine. I'm in a terrible mood. <laughs> When's the last time Who you announces did? that? <laughs> When's the last time when you just like, God, I'm in a bad mood. You know, that's a great question right there. Deion Sanders said something the other day where he said, you spend half your life figuring out who you are. Yeah. And then you have to live the other half of your life as that person. But I, I catch myself now where I used to, like, I'd get angry and get upset. Yeah. And then I couldn't stop it. Like, I couldn't oh. calm down. Yeah. And then I, I try and catch myself when I'm like that. So what you just said, yeah, I've, I've done that. I'm like, I'm in a terrible mood. I kind of need to walk away and get away from people before I upset someone that matters to me. Yeah, I wish it was about something really important. important. <laughs> it's got to do with Carl's Jr. drive through <laughs> I wish it was that important. It's not even that. I'm in the worst mood all day. It's so, I'm in two bad moods. God, I've had a terrible 24 hours. Uh, it started, Dave, and I'll only spend a minute on this because nobody gives a shit. <laughs> But we have the Dave and Jeff Fantasy Football League. Yeah. And I've hated my team from day one. Why? You've been doing great. I know. So yesterday, being typical of me, I didn't. I wasn't even Harvey Keitel. Remember in Bad Lieutenant at the end when Harvey Keitel is falling apart and he's crying and he goes to pour himself a shot of the vodka and his hand's shaking And he pours the shot glass and then he holds it and they just soaks himself with the bottle. Fuck it. <laughs> I wish I was that. I wasn't. I was stone cold sober. I hated my team. So the first thing I did, Dave, was I traded Joe Mixon straight up for Aaron Rodgers. Why? Because then I made a second trade. Okay. Who's your other quarterback? Now I'm dying to know. Uh, well, it used to be Pat Mahomes. But now I traded Pat Mahomes and... Uh, the guy Connor from Arizona. Yeah. To our buddies, Billy. Well, first I got Aaron Rodgers from requested. Okay. You got him from requested. Requested gave me Aaron Rodgers for Joe Mixon. And oh, then. Oh, I thought you traded Mixon for Rodgers. Yes. I, I, I mean, I, I, traded, thought, I thought the other way around. I thought no, you gave Aaron Rodgers up. No, I got Aaron got Rodgers. It. Okay. That's a good move. Okay. And then just because. You got James Connor. I, I traded James Connor and Pat Mahomes. To uh, Billy and Pete. Okay, for what? Uh, Zeke, Ezekiel Elliott, and uh, Russell Wilson. So basically what it boiled down to was I traded Mahomes and Mixon for Rodgers and Ezekiel Elliott. Well, who are you going to play? Well, I don't have Mahomes anymore. I, okay. No, so, so I have Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, but you have Russell Wilson. I, yeah, but he's he got crooked fingers. Yeah, but he'll be back in a couple weeks. That's a good thing. Well, Then I can figure it out at that point. Or I swing another deal. Anyways, is there I mean, a trade deadline in our gutting league? I don't think so. Our commissioner's Kyle. He's traveling Mount Jesus Fuji. Jesus Christ. But then, okay, so enough of that. That already put me in the bad mood. You, you want to know the dumbest dream that I've had in a long time? I had a dream about this stupid show. And okay. this stupid show, we had two people sitting here, and ironically, they were in the news today. <laughs> I had a dream that A.J. Smith and Mark Fabiani were in this garage. Really? And I, listen... Those guys were fine, but Fabiani especially, he's got a little punchable little weasel face, doesn't he? Don't you fuckers just want to punch that little shit? Come here, Fabiani. Come here. And I woke up. I'm like, of all the people in the world, it wasn't Victoria Principal yeah. and Cheryl Ladd. It was that little rat face weasel Fabiani and AJ. God. I was like, what did I do to deserve this? Do you think what? AJ lives here? 
Does he live here anymore? I think he lives in Del Mar. Still? Yeah. I'd put AJ on here. I couldn't take Fabian. No, we, there's no reason to talk to Mark anymore. Not at all. Oh, you saw what you saw why Mark's in the news today. No, I don't know anything. Oh, Dave, this story is unbelievable. So yeah. the NFL owners are meeting right now and they are ready to kill each other. Oh, I know what you're gonna say. Yes. Okay, now I do know what you're gonna and say. And Mark Davis called out Roger Goodell yep. in the room, but then Stan Kroenke gets in front of the room today and says, Hey, People are not paying attention. The city of St. Louis has been suing the NFL for quite a while, saying the Rams got out illegally. Yeah. And I can't speak for all of you. I'll just say I kind of dismissed it. I felt like that was a lawsuit that was going to go away. Well, it hasn't. No. And it's cost millions of dollars. And Stan Kroenke has been footing the bill. And Kroenke apparently went into the meeting today and said, hey, listen, that stadium was supposed to be a $2 billion stadium. It's closer to six. And, and I'm not going to pay the legal fees anymore. I can't pay it. He can. He just won't. Yeah, he won't. It's been tens of millions of dollars. Yeah. And the talk is that Jerry Jones got up and defended. First, they ran Kroenke out of the room. Amazing. Seth Wickersham, great reporting on ESPN.com. He's saying that Jerry, that Roger Goodell said to Kroenke, you got to get out of here. So you get the fuck out? You get the fuck out of here, hairpiece. Sunglasses. Do you see his sunglasses today all crooked? That picture, get those straightened out for Christ's sake. Do you think he has that, that eye sensitivity like Jim McMahon used to claim? He looked like when you try to buy the fake bolets at, yeah. at Costco. And they're all crooked. And you're like, no, these look fine. No wonder I got a sty. Um, What's the deal with the sunglasses all the time? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, fuck. Maybe he wants had to built an indoor stadium. He still wears the sunglasses. Big Roy Orbison. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's Roy Orbison. So... Seth Wickersham reports that they run Kroenke yeah. out of... Can you imagine this no, shit? If I'm Kroenke, I'm like, no, I run you out of the room. Yeah. I'm not know. going anywhere. And then the talk was that Jerry defended him. Hey, yeah. stands in a lot for the league. You guys back in LA, built a beautiful stadium. Maybe we help him out. Yeah. And the talk is that John Mara and a few other old-time owners said bullshit. The reason he got LA was because he said he was going to foot the bill. And Mark Davis chimes in again and mark davis says it was five to one the vote the initial vote that dean and i should have got carson and you undersold us to give it to him mark davis chimes up and they're bitching at Cronky. it turns out what started all of this what the talk is is that emails from somebody on either the charger side or the raiders side leaked a bunch of information to the city of St. Louis and their attorneys that is now really damaging the wow. case of Stan Kroenke in the NFL. And people are pointing the finger to the Chargers and saying, Man, who the fuck, who's going to write emails for Mark Davis, right? The late, great Cliff Branch? <laughs> people are saying this has Fabiani's fingerprints all over it. I don't know that Mark did it or not. I have no idea. But a lot of people today are like, bullshit, that would have been something that Fabiani did on behalf of Dean. Wow. Well, I'm telling you, man. Fabiani's a good the- deal. Like a Dean, Dean and Mark Davis to me should just shut the fuck up. Again, they're the poorest owners in the league. They're the ones that shouldn't be sitting at the big boys table, yet they're still in the club at 32. Yeah. They Dean plays $1 rent. Yeah. You know, you and I, when we went and bought hot dogs at basically SoFi, I paid 50 times more than fucking Dean does a year in rent. Right. And maybe you should shut the fuck up and just enjoy your place. Well, Dave, my sister's suing me. 
and it's not a good Halloween. I'm wearing the same khaki pants from 2014. You didn't notice, yeah, but I am. Every year, me, Susie, A.G., John, and, and our extended family, we dress up as the cast from my big fat Greek wedding. <laughs> not this year, Dave. Your fucking jokes. How'd you Dodgers? Every do? year we go to Sears and we all get a Navy blazer. <laughs> That's it. And then we run down to Alta, the the beauty supply, and I keep this beautiful <laughs> rust brown natural color in my do. Same place Dick Stockton goes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Can often be seen with our heads backwards in the sink. <laughs> I think it's kind of crazy. I like it. Oh my god, that's interesting. Good, good shit, right? So okay, so St. Louis, a couple things. Okay, so St. Louis, let's say they win the lawsuit. Okay, yeah. we're, we're talking. It is. It's a ton of money. Yeah, it's a lot. And and I did see this actually about an hour ago. I wasn't even thinking what you said in the news, but I just read it right about an hour ago. Yeah. So yeah, it's so weird to see Fabiani's name anywhere. You know, yeah. right? You're thinking, God, we're done with Fabiani. You and I used to have to put him on there all the time. I liked him at the start. He was cool. We, then we, he became angry, Mark, and he became a goof. Because Dean was paying him for 10 years and nothing was getting done. Yeah. You know, it's like, how do you justify your paycheck? But then at the same time, we had him on. He told us he told us the truth. He told us yeah. what was happening. Nobody wanted to hear it. I just still remember him saying in 2004, that stadium is going to cost $400 million. Yeah. And people lost their shit. You know, Mike Aguirre fucked everything he up. Sure you did. can point the finger at Dean. You can point the finger at Fabiani. The guy who fucked it up, and in my opinion, why the Chargers aren't here anymore, is Mike Aguirre. Yeah. 100%. Uh, I can't, maybe not 100, but way over 85%. Yeah. That fucking deal, Dean was ready to write checks for that shithole in Mission Valley that all of you circle jerk around like it's fucking the Taj Mahal. Nothing screams... Here are the two things that scream I'm stupid in this fucking town. And if you fall for either one of them, I, I'm just, here is your friend, somebody who loves you and respects you, telling you you're a complete fucking asshole. When you go in the room, you're the asshole. A, if you openly submit the idea of taking number six out of retirement, that just says douche. Yeah. It just screams douche. And number two, if you're so fucking stupid that you thought the best part for the NFL stadium was in Mission fucking Valley, why? So you can all run over to Ikea? You fucking idiot. Get a hold of yourself, for Christ's sake. Fucking asshole. It all made sense downtown. Yes. Okay? Sorry that whatever you learned in ninth grade economics at uni high school didn't pay off for you. You're wrong. And that's why your NFL team's gone. Yeah. <laughs> well tomorrow jim Steig's going to be on with coach and he says i haven't given up an idea i'm bringing a football team from the nfl back to san diego you're going to hear it tomorrow jim is that's what coach said he hasn't given up on the idea coach hasn't or jim Steig hasn't or coach, both coach hasn't jim's going to say where are they going to play okay i was going to say because jim's one of the brightest he guys is. we know coach where are they going to play and you know what coach let's just do this okay sorry to tell you how to do your show Let's just focus on the Garth Brooks Bon Jovi Super Bowl halftime story. Jim enjoys telling that. It's a fun one. Never gets old. Let's just focus on that, okay? And maybe save the bullshit that you're going to bring the NFL down there. Look, Please. Just to save everybody a little bit of time because people are screaming who are Aztec fans. This is oh, how it works. Dump. You're going to have to build your own stadium to get approval by the city of San Diego first, right there next to Petco. Yeah. 
And then you got to tell the NFL, hey, we'd like to get a team back. You got to build it first. Yeah. And then you got to petition. Well, you got to pay for it. Yeah. You got to get your renderings. Yes. Hey, I hope it doesn't upset the fucking owners of the loyal. <laughs> but there you go. That's oh, what you're going to have to do. Hang on, Dave. So who's going to build a make believe stadium? Yeah. Pretty no big talk. Have it. you cleared this with Landon Donovan yet, Dave? <laughs> Can't believe that little shit thinks he runs his fucking town. I don't know what the hell's going on. He does. I don't understand how the Loyal have anything. The Loyal out. is ridiculous. It's, a, it's such a minor league team, and no offense to our boy Steve Woods, who's doing 1904. I have no idea what they're doing, but I heard him say the other day, if they just win one game. So I guess they don't even win. 1904? Yeah, they haven't won shit. Well, yeah, there you go. They won last year. I don't know that. <laughs> I don't think they did. I, I can't. Fat. All I know is I checked into an unnamed. minor league. I checked into an unnamed midday radio show. I was like, I haven't heard this show for a while. Let me see what's going on with the Padres. I heard 10 minutes about a fucking bus ride to Irvine for a loyal game. 10 minutes. How long is the segment? <laughs> 10 minutes. I don't know why I stayed in it for 10 minutes. What's wrong with you? You stayed for a full segment? A bus talk. Oh, it was great. We had drinks and snacks. And they put a movie on. I think it was Richard Pryor. I was like, what am I listening to? That's stir crazy. Yes. <laughs> yes. Fuck. Just somebody go in and, and wrap your arms around that show and just wave it off. It's fucking done. Bus talk. In the middle of the fucking day, we're talking about a bus ride for the yeah. loyal. I, I can't think of. Uh, did, fuck, Dave and I, we at least got to go to Golden Acorn. That's living. I, Dave, I would admit to any fucking crime Yeah. if you told me, you admit to the fucking crime. Hey, you fucking listening to me, asshole? You fucking... Right in the face. Yeah, just... Hey, ouch! <laughs> Fuck off. Listen to me, dickhead. You're gonna fucking... Are you paying attention? Yes! You admit that you fucking robbed the bank? Or what? Well, don't fucking use that tone. You robbed the bank, or you're on this fucking bus ride to a loyal game. Okay! God damn it! I can't think of a worse... Fuck, maybe a vasectomy? <laughs> That'd probably be a worse day. <laughs> a bunch of single-A soccer fucks. Yes. Oh, we sang and we... Hey, 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 How fun. And I can't wait till tomorrow when I tell this story on the fucking radio. Good for us. No wonder the NFL was like, we're getting the fuck out of here. <laughs> Jesus, Mary and Joseph. Aren't you glad you tuned in? No! I'm sound asleep. It was so fun. Oh, my God. They handed out little bags of chips, and we were singing. What were you singing? Who gives a shit? Oh, my God. I'll follow the sun, you fucking beetle dorks. <laughs> the other day, uh, Jim Russell and John Schaefer, who I've never met, never met John. I heard he's a nice guy. I don't know who he is. But they start ripping me on Twitter. Did he catch that at all? Well, Jimmy Russell, I fucking love. Yeah, so well, Jim, Jim Russell's a friend, all right? And he he's a, he gets the show. He's, he's a great. Patreon guy. I love Jimmy. And uh, There's nothing. You know what I miss? Sorry, Dave. Yeah. Judd kind of took himself off Twitter. He the, did. He disappeared. Okay, you and Costa are pretty funny on social media. Dude, by far the funniest shit and I watched from afar. I was never directly involved. Yeah. Jim Russell and Judd would tell each other every day 
just the most awful things that they were going to yes, do to each other great. in the hallway. It was great. There's always somebody getting hit by like a two by four when I see Judson tomorrow. And then there'd be a guy like getting bit by like a barracuda. <laughs> when I see Jim Russell tomorrow, fuck. I loved that shit. So if Jimmy Russell's talking shit, he, he misses Judd. He, he, he needs you. He does. Well, it's funny. So he, because I, I do, Jim and I don't have that relationship like Cost and I, we just rip the fuck out of each other. So they do a show now and it's on, it's on video. I didn't realize it was yeah, on video until show. I saw, I didn't realize a wrap up show, you could see them do the show. So they, they're, they're pushing Mike Sosha. And Jeff was the first guy that brought up Mike Sosha. You brought it up like six weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And you and I agreed with you. I go, that boy, I, I'm in. Mike So should be fantastic. Well, I, I said on there, this is October 16th, when I was with uh, Mike Sosha's best friend at the time, who told me, he goes, I went to high school with Mike Sosha. We grew up together. He goes, let's call him and ask him if he wants the Padre job. Literally on the phone, the guy called Mike Sosha. Mike said, I'm out. He goes, I have no interest in being manager of the Padres. He goes, I think I'm done after USA Baseball. I'm not going to manage anymore. He didn't just say the Padres. He just meant I'm not managing anymore. So that was it. I was like, holy shit. You know, you heard it right there. So um, I don't know what the fuck might happen. I mean, 10 days later or whatever we're at right now, 11 days later, things do change. People change Mm -hmm. their mind. But at that moment on October 16th, Mike was out. So I said to Jim, said, hey, Jim, straight out, this is what I heard. You know, you can play the game. Sometimes in radio, you just throw stuff out there to get a response. But I was saying, as a friend, this is what I heard. A fucking John Schaefer still fucking slams me. And I was like, Who? all right, <laughs> his partner slams me. And so Who I was like, look, John dude. Schaefer. I go to, I have nothing to prove one way or another. I'm just saying, what do I, you gave, say? I gave you guys, oh, I'm not going to buy that. Then I got uh, Corey Stewart. <laughs> I love Corey. I uh, fuck Corey Stewart. What do you Co- mean? Fuck Corey, Corey Stewart's the most sensitive guy going of all time. I've never Why? seen it. He blocks everybody. Everybody, he, every time he writes anything, people just write underneath. I can't see it. He blocked me. He blocked everybody. <laughs> I got I gotta see What a bitch, dude. I'm telling you right now. I haven't blocked one guy. I don't think you can find one person I've ever blocked, and nobody says let's, worse things to anybody than me. And I'm like, dude, you can't sit there and be active on Twitter and just block the fuck out of everybody. You're a bitch. When guys do it and writers do it, I think it's ridiculous. You see it all okay, the time. Wait. Okay, you keep talking. I want to okay, see. Okay, so um, I don't think so. I'm blocked yeah, by so Corey. I don't know. I, I did know Corey. I don't know Corey. Okay, he donated uh, Co- that fucking uh, Yogi Berra picture at our event. Well, fantastic. Well, when he's saying fuck him, I believe guys who are credible. I'm like, dude, I literally heard it from the horse's mouth. Fuck off. You don't know. See, I, I so, guess I don't follow. So I'm like, all right, fuck that. And who so, is, did his, he block you? That's his thing. I don't even know where he is. Uh, blocked you. I can't find him. Yeah, he blocked you. He did? I bet he blocked you, dude. Wait, am I spelling? What's his Twitter handle? Corey Block Stewart. <laughs> you know, I think I muted so many fuckers. No way would you mute him. Corey? I was, oh, you wouldn't mute Corey. Nobody dislikes Corey. That, that really knows him. Yeah, he's great. Oh, Fuck. Him? I prefer guys no, this who are is Corey's- I heard it from the horse's mouth, you Listen, Cocksucker. it's at Corey Corey A Stewart. Okay, hang on, let me try that. Corey A Stewart. That's that's exciting. Corey A Stewart. I don't see him. No, I don't, know. I don't see him. <laughs> he blocked you, did Corey with me? the E C O R E Y. Oh, that was Stewart. my problem. That was my problem. Oh, here he is. Hang on. No. Does it say me. he's following you? Yeah, of course. Of course. He unfollowed me. He did? He did. He unfollowed me. 
Ah, good. You're not missing shit. Good. Corey. You're not missing. Uh, okay, now. Yeah, now see, Corey wrote this tonight. I fucking 100% agree with this tweet let's that see, he wrote. Let's see what he wrote. He wrote, there are 100 reasons to drag Preller, but striking quickly to secure Ruben uh, Nabella ain't one of them. If you're complaining about this, you're just bitching to bitch. I agree 100%. I think Preller's a complete fucking dipshit, but I like that move a lot. I really do. I like the move as well. Yeah. No, I like that a lot. I agree with Corey. That's, I'm going to re, fuck yeah, I'm going to retweet that. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck, that's you. Jesus. I just retweeted it. Jesus Christ. That's a friend. And Jimmy that's Ross a is a friend. Credible source. I told you. Let I got me, it right from the guy. Let me shoot down your fucking social thing. Let me shoot this down ahead, right here. Okay, go ahead. I think I have Mike's you, number on my phone. You have what? I think I do have Mike's number still on my phone. Remember, Mike was a guest on our show. I don't remember that. You don't remember that? No, I should. Oh, that's but funny. I don't. Okay, let's say you're at that event. Yeah. Okay, and you're walking with a random guy. Yeah. And the random guy says to you, Guy you've never met. You've never met that guy before. I didn't. He was Lisa Ann's friend. Yeah. Feverish masturbator. He was. <laughs> All right. So this guy says to you, you know what, Dave? Yeah. Uh, man, I'm really excited to see who gets that Padres job. Do you know who I'd like to see get it? Bruce Bochy. What are the fucking chances you're going to be like, hey, well, let's just text Boach right now and see what he says. You're not going to do that. Are you gonna do- you're not going to do that. He was trying to show his a big week. This I got guy, it. Yeah, I got it. But but Mike Sosha yeah. isn't going to say shit. He doesn't know who well, he you, didn't. Yeah. I, no, he, he he actually said who I was. I got it. But I, I respectfully, I don't know that Mike Sosha's like, hey, goddamn, there's Jeff Passan, there's Dave Palais. He acted like he knew us. Yeah, it's nice. He's he probably good that at move. that game. He's good at that game. But I fucking manage your expectations over there, kid. He's going to say what he said. So then everybody jumps on there. Dave and Jeff. I said, Dave said it. Now, listen, you're just reporting what you heard. Don't yeah. get your feelings hurt, tough guy. Okay? You're fine. Oh. All I'm telling you is, I don't think I don't think Mike Sosha. Mike sent me a big TV from Howard's right after this conversation. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> Do you remember those commercials? He used yes. to run? I think Corey Stewart and uh, Jim are... Uh, nobody knows who the fuck John Schaefer is in this town or I'd sign off on him too. But uh, for the other two guys, that's two out of three. Uh, those guys telling you, Dave, come on. I don't know. Now, I still don't, but I'll say this. Yes. I don't think Mike Sosha is the guy. I don't think Ozzie Gian's the guy. Ozzie Gian, 100% for me, is not the guy. No, but I'm saying yeah, I don't think. I think he's the guy. I understand that the Padres aren't serious about I it. I don't think. See, here's my theory on this. Okay. My theory is that last time when they hired Tingler, we remember people were very critical of the Padres because from day one, as soon as Andy was shown the door, it was really Tingler and uh, Ron Washington. Yeah. And it was Tingler the whole way. I think what they're trying to do right now is fleece all of us into believing that he's cast a very wide net. And that's why you hear Mike Schilt. Yep. That's why you hear Ozzy, right? Uh, uh, Luis Rojas, yeah. right? You're hearing these names. To me, Dave, I feel like if we all look at what Preller's history is, I feel like from the time he was ready to move on from Tingler, he's had somebody in mind for this job. I don't think they're going in and saying, hey, the slate's clean, here we go. 
So to bring Ozzie Gian in and talk to him, now it could be a little bit like the Steelers had, whatever that was 15 years ago, when they figured it was either going to be Russ Grimm or Ken Wisenhunt, and Mike Tomlin came in and, and blew everybody away, and Mike yeah. Tomlin got the job. But in my opinion, if we look at who Preller is as a fucking little control freak, I think he knows who it is. The guy that I don't know if people have talked about, so I'm not going to say nobody's talked about. I think, Dave, we start looking, and I think a lot of things point back to Skip Schumacher. Could be. I know he did a thing. He might have done it with. He might have done it with John and Jim, actually. Um, and he just looked, man. He looked incredibly relaxed the whole thing. Now, I don't know. To me, it feels like they've had a guy in mind. And if you just look at what Preller's done in the past, yep. he's not really a guy that he wants a guy that he can control. He's not going to go for a guy who's a big personality with a big resume. That's just not what he does. I honestly believe that's why he got rid of Bud Black as fast as he did. That Bud Black's a guy yeah, that's been around Bud baseball had no time for, for his shit. And, and I mean, he, Bud was gone so quick it was crazy. But if you look at all the guys he's hired, he's hired guys that he could control, and I think that's exactly what he'll do. He can't control Ozzy. For people who want Ozzy again. Look, go back and look at what happened with Ozzie Gein with the White Sox and go back and look what happened with Ozzie Gein with the Marlins. If you look at what the White Sox are saying about Ozzie Gein now, you're looking at the owner who says, hey, I've called other clubs about Ozzie because I like him a lot. He is not welcome back here ever. Wow. And he says the problem is Ozzie Gein fought with the general manager, Ken Williams, like yeah. crazy. And he made it public. He wouldn't stop going to the media even though we asked him not to. Yeah, And Ozzie Gian was about Ozzie Gian more than the brand of the White Sox or more than the chain of command of Ken Williams, who's above him. And he goes, it got to the point we had to let him go, even though he won a World Series for us. And he goes, Ozzie Gian again, good guy, but he's never welcome back with the White Sox. And so you go, okay, well, what's your history? Your history is with fighting with the GM in Miami and in Chicago. He can't come here and, and start the fire with AJ. He'd smack AJ around. Though. He Wouldn't probably that be would. Good? He probably would, but that's not AJ's, here, AJ. That's not AJ's thing, right? Yeah. So, hey, so it's you, a little stooge like him. So you sit there and you go, Ozzy Gian probably isn't the guy. Miserable Padre fan falls for every guy. You know, yeah. he love, falls in love with every single person. Skip Schumacher, if it was Skip, honestly, I wouldn't have an issue with that. You look at some of the guys that he played under, and Skip's one of those bench guys like Bochy used to be. They probably learned a lot sitting on the bench and played at every position on the field and. All that shit, you know? Skip probably See, wouldn't be a, a terrible guy, but he's not a game-changer guy. He's he, not a... But, but I'll ask you this question. Be dead serious, okay? Yeah. Take away your, your love for the Padres when I ask you this question. Okay. How appealing is this job? Uh, well, I think it's appealing. The first thing you think of what's good about this job, you think, for me, yeah, Tatis yeah. and the city. Great place to live, best player in the game. Yeah, and you have an owner that is uh, spends money. Yeah, right now your hands are, are are tied, depending. But you got to talk to the owner. And go, what are we doing from here to fix this? Like there are major yeah. roadblocks with this roster. What are we What are we doing? Are we looking well, at going after Gossman? Are we looking to fix this rotation? What are we doing to fix this in the off season? Because maybe I have this wrong, man. But when I when I looked up payroll, you don't have a, Jeff doesn't have a computer in front of him. Yeah. But when I looked up payroll for 2022, uh -huh. it has the Padres on what I saw. One million less than the Dodgers going into 2022. Uh, I don't think it's that high, but it's it's a like very, 197, 197 million. I don't know that they're that high, but they've got a lot of money still locked in. So 
because I looked at it and I actually had it in my car. I've had it in my car for like six weeks. Forget to bring it in. But they've got a lot. And I think they that's the conversation you're going to have with Preller because Seidler is going to push you to Preller. Hey, you go talk to that little <laughs> The guy that needs a comb. Yeah, I just write the checks. Don't look oh. at his hair. Just look at his face. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think it, that to me is what I look at. And it's just, God, God bless the Padre fans of this town. They're so fucking overly optimistic for whoever the fuck they bring in here. But to me, the Schumacher thing all of a sudden becomes interesting because if you think back to the first thing that Pete and AJ said were, yeah, experience would be nice, but experience can come in a lot of different ways. And I'd rather have the right 50-year-old guy than the wrong 65-year-old guy. And to me, I just look at it and go, it's just, it's not that they don't give a fuck. It just feels like they don't give a fuck. They, they feel like they're fine. Everything they're doing is great. You should all be lucky to be in their shadow. And we all look at it and go, you're full of shit. You're 100% full of shit. So I don't know what exactly the plan's going to be, how act. I mean, what do you got to move? You, your farm system, you've depleted a lot of that. We've already gone through this a thousand yeah. different times. There is no market for Hosmer. Or so, Myers. Or Kim. Or fucking Profar. Yeah. Or Paddock or anybody. Like, what are you going to tell me? You're going to trade Camposano? Save the world? You're full of shit. <clears throat> so, so, yeah, I mean... But goddamn, everybody who was so mad two weeks ago, the idea that Ozzie Gian, I mean, to me, Ozzie Gian's a guy. A oh. fucking guy. But it'd be fun, right? I mean, I, I had a buddy today tell me, oh boy, Will Myers lags out there. Well, what's Ozzie going to do? Go yeah. meet him in short right field? Yeah. And do a single leg takedown? <clears throat> huh? What the fuck's he going to do? And you think he's going to impact Will? Yeah, sensitive Will? Yeah. No. You, you had the little bulldog in Andy Green. You know, I heard Coach say this today, and, I, and John was spot on. You had the little bulldog in Andy Green, couldn't motivate shit. Then you had Tingler, who was the nice guy, couldn't motivate shit. I mean, what the fuck is it? So, yeah. But, hey, everybody jump up and down. Get, get your balloons made and do a welcome to San Diego party for Ozzy. And then when they announce in a couple of weeks that it's fucking Jeff Bannister. <laughs> okay, your, your first. Let me get your first two or three choices if you could have them. Your dream choices. Who it, they be? It, it should be Boach. Boach makes absolutely the most sense. You think Boach would want it? Is it a good situation for Boach? Uh, no. I don't think so either. But if you're asking me who makes the most sense, it's Boach. Okay, so Boach is number one for you. I I did. I would have gone back to Ron Washington. Like the more you're watching Ron Washington, you go, all right, that would have been kind of cool, and. And listen, to have a little diversity in, in in that chair wouldn't hurt this fucking team. No. Um, but apparently he's out. I was never in on Showalter. Showalter to no. me just... Never, Showalter never won. Yeah. I Showalter's mean, overrated. He right. never won, and he wears people thin. The three-time manager of the year. Well, whoop de fucking Yeah, the Yankees huh? won after they fired a buck. Yeah, I mean, that to me wasn't anything. Social to me was kind of interesting, but... Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I can't tell you enough about Mike Schilt to tell yeah. you yay or nay on that. No. I just, I mean, look, three years, three times the playoffs, pretty good. Pretty good. Not bad division with Milwaukee. The Cubs were in it for a while, and then they, they kind of jumped out. But 
If they went with a guy like Mike Schultz, that'd be kind of interesting. So for me, my my three, because I don't think Bunch yeah. is, is an option. It, I'm curious to know what happens to Dusty Baker. I'm very curious. Can't imagine they let him. Well, leave, it, now right? if, I, if I'm Dusty, there's a little bit of me going, I don't know if I want to come back. I yeah. pulled miracles here and you haven't offered me a contract. Yeah. You put me in the worst situation in the history of managers. And, True. And I fucking did great two years in a row. Yeah. And yet you still haven't offered me an extension. Now that we go to the World Series, you finally come out public and say, we want to hold on to me. So uh, Dusty would be interesting. Dusty, to me, would be interesting for the Dodger job. Um, I think Dusty would be interesting for the Mets job. He would if be, Steve Cohen he? said, I'm going to give you a shitload of money yeah. so I can try to save face. Because I can't get anybody in here to be president of baseball operations. I can't get a GM. But if I could go get the guy. Yeah. Dusty's going to lose. or Houston's going to lose Correa in the offseason. Yep. Okay. The, the, as we watch here, the series is now tied 1-1. We just watched the end of it tonight. Yep. But they, you know, Verlander's 38. He's going to be gone. Granke's yeah. going to be gone. You, you're you going with a younger pitching staff going forward. But yeah. you're losing. You're losing your star short stop. If I'm Dusty, I don't know if that's where I want to be. I do like that Mets job that you just said that. Um, Dusty, Ron Washington would be my guy. I don't know. Ron wants the job. Ron is, you ask anybody that's played with the Braves or the Rangers will tell you, or the A's. Yeah. You know, Eric Chavez used to give his gold gloves to Ron every time he won one. That would have been the energy that that would have been pretty cool, right? Look at this guy doing Braves (laughs) infield. Every one of them dude's ridiculous. Austin Riley was playing left field. Remember that? Yeah. They all look good. They all love the guy. And he is his drills that we, we talk about how good he is. Everybody loves Ron. Okay. If it's not Ron, fine, which is weird because two years ago, Ron was supposed to be a finalist. And if you want to go with, with a guy with a second chance guy or a guy that maybe learned something, I always we talked about Brett. Walt Weiss would probably be my third on that list. That's Walt, interesting. Because yeah. you look at what the Braves, look, look at uh, the Braves coach, Brian Snicker. The guy has, has been in the, around for 45 years. Yeah. You don't think he's picked something up? Yeah. You know, sitting there picking something up, go, these are the mistakes I made in Colorado. I'm a different guy yeah. now. I played under Tony La Russa. I've been in baseball and professional baseball since the mid 80s. Yeah. That, hey, maybe it's my time to make another shot. Now, look, if, for me, those are my top three. Not saying, the Padres are talking any of those. I listened to someone on a coach's show today as I, I talk about coach and just shake my head and punch my steering wheel and go, what the fuck? Someone said A.J. Hinch. And he said A.J. Hinch is under contract. They could not figure out what the fuck under contract meant over and over again. Yeah, but A.J. is the guy. He's under contract. Didn't yeah. you just hear it's on a three-year deal? Year one of a three-year deal is completed. Yeah. Not, the Tigers aren't giving him up. Fuck no. And you think A.J.'s bringing in a guy, two A.J.'s? Number can't one. do that. <laughs> Too confusing. Do you remember AJ was was assistant GM here? You think yeah. he's bringing in a guy that's questioning every move you make? Yeah, he had Stanford that fucking guy? job. Yeah, fuck I, off. What are we gonna do when they name Brad Osmus manager? Dude, don't be shocked. Oh, fuck. Ah, uh, fuck. And I heard Woods that dipshit the other day. They're talking about Brad. You know, hey, you know Brad or Sosha? Yes. Brad replaced Sosha and didn't do shit. Terrible. Got run out after one fucking year. Yes, one year. Yeah. After bombing in Detroit. Bombing. One one year. I love Steve Bad, but when he's promoting his golf tournament and he tells you. Same day the Breeders' Cup, by the way. Breeders' Cup is here next Friday. Oh, that's great. Can't wait. Good timing. And Archie seeing Franco's playing with them. It's Archie. He said Archie? Oh, for pity's sake. I got poor Ben. Ben's like, I get up in the morning for this shit. 
<laughs> so what do you say? get up in the morning for this shit. Paul goes home every day. Megan's like, I know, Paul. I know. I get a fucking guy. Yeah, aren't you a jughead? I only get eight minutes for the Rhino report and the goof on me. I know more than both those fucks. Why did he rip it back? <laughs> I know, like, Megan. Megan, where are my keys? I got to go to my second job. I got to go. <laughs> God damn, did you see those pictures of Bo Woods today? Yeah, that Bo's guy, great. That fucking Steve's a Bo dumb. singing Kiss last night was the best. What? You didn't did, see that? No, what was he singing? Oh, man. It was it was actually a really, really good video. Hard Luck Woman? No, it was Bo, Hannah, and Steve singing um, I Was Made for Loving You. No it way! It was fucking really good. All right. Ah, that That's fuck, worth looking up. That was I really will good. find that. All right. I just saw the other day when when uh, the other one was screaming and Bo's coming off the top rope. Poor Hannah looked like she'd been run through the ring. She did. <laughs> Oh, those fucking knuckleheads. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so it will be interesting. How soon after the World Series do they name this manager? Uh, they said it's going to be named in like a week. So they have an idea. I, th- I agree with what you said about five minutes ago when you said they're just casting such a wide net to say that they covered all the bases. Yeah, and I Old think, man, young guy, the whole deal. Minority, and, the whole deal. And I think they avoid Ron, Boach, Showalter, out of, hopefully out of respect to those guys. To say, hey, we're not going to bring you bring in, in for, for you. Yeah. To say you didn't get it. What about, let me ask you, would you be interested in this guy? We, we watch him all the time and go, man, he's really smart on baseball, but you never hear about him for a manager's job. Any interest in John Smoltz being a manager? Uh Oh, wow. I mean, John Smoltz is calling the pitches like Tony Romo does. Yeah. He's telling you, well, obviously you're going to see a backdoor slider right here. And sure enough, the guy looks at it and doesn't swing at it because the batter didn't know. Yeah. But you sit there and go, dude, John Smoltz is pretty smart. Is it uh, play for Bobby Cox? Yeah, could it be a guy like I don't know about Smoltz. That's interesting. We talked about Mark DeRosa, right? You're trying to figure yeah. out. You know, Eduardo Perez's name always a comes lot. Up you hear too. Eduardo Perez a lot. Yeah, is he the broadcaster they were talking about? See, that's it. I like when everybody went to to scan. Yeah, bring scan in. Uh, how come nobody put Junior in there? You put everybody on that broadcast team. Why'd they leave Junior out? Yeah. Put mud, Sweeney. Scan. I tell you what. No offense to to Junior, but you bring Junior in, it's a tough fire too. I mean, no manager retires on their own. You know what I mean? Eventually, you're going to run out. and You get fired. What if they brought Sud back? <laughs> brought Sud home. Lives in Cardiff, Dave. I like Gomi and Hoffy, Cammy. I'm on. Can imagine he writes the lineup out. That's all he has on the lineup. <laughs> what the they, fuck they... are you doing, Sud? Because Gomi hasn't been here in 25 years. The fuck. Manny, Nando. It's Cammy. Cammy's not even alive, Sut. What? what? <laughs> Gracie? <laughs> he just marks a lot. Open a day lineup. Everybody that he, he had nicknames Rhino. with to drink beers with. Rhino. Gracie oh at first. Rhino. Cammy. Hoffy. Gomi. Fucking Chris Gomez is 58. What the fuck are you doing, Sut? He just writes bull in the number four spot. Who's this? It's Leon Durham. <laughs> Jody behind the dish. Fucking Jody Davis. My God, he's bartended. <laughs> shit. <laughs> shit. Nobody told me this. 
I bring Maddie in as my video guy. Mud, my pitching coach. <laughs> Fucking guy. I bring Sun in just for comic relief. Sun would be great. Uh, I have no idea. That's oh a funny gosh. thing, right? I yeah, mean, we don't. Literally, we don't. People ask me all the time, like I'm sure they're asking you, and I've, I've said, look, when I know something, I'll tell you, but I literally have no idea what direction they're going. No. But, I mean, don't you want, and I know life's a little different. Yeah. But, like, for Kevin, for Jeff Sanders, for Dennis Lynn, you have nobody in that organization? Yeah. How the fuck you do your job? Yeah. No kidding. No you kidding. You have somebody in you there. You have more know. leaks in the NFL owners group than right. you do over the podcast. We know what the fuck they yeah. said tonight. Seth Wickersham, we need him to come yeah. be on the Padre beat. <laughs> hey, Kevin, it's Jay. What'd we find out? <laughs> he just sends the shrug emoji. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. Oh the my fuck gosh. am I paying for the athletic? Oh my gosh, dude. No kidding. God dang, is that funny? That's God so damn it, fucking Dennis. Funny. Oh my gosh. Hey, Jeff, want to mention Brian Curry. Brian Curry doing big things. Look, football's almost here this week. And I love the fact that we're so, so much talking about high school and college football. Brian Curry, yeah. Jeff brings it up all the time. We're big fans of Dylan Curry, the quarterback over at Poway. So we pay attention to that every week. Brian Curry's always been big in the community. Not only does he volunteer his time as a coach, but look, he knows the rental market and he knows the, the housing market as far as buying homes as well. What are you going to do? Where are you going to live? Where are you going next? Brian Curry's your guy. He's been in the business more than 25 years. And right now, the biggest topic of 2021 has been the real estate market, not mm -hmm. only just in San Diego, but all over the country. But in San Diego right now, it's amazing how much the value of your home is. Why not get the most for it? Brian Curry is the person you need to talk to. Call our good friend Brian Curry at 619-251-1588. 619-251-1588. Time for us to all get the fuck out of this town. Did you see what these assholes at Sandag are talking about today? No. Putting a four cent a mile tax on everybody. What? To pay off the roads. Okay. So no matter where you go, Dave, anytime you get in the car, you owe the city Four cents for every mile you drive. That's ridiculous. That's what's actually being talked about in this fuckhead town. Swear to God, we should go down there. Come here, Gloria, you little fucking pipsqueak. Yeah, so all of you should just go like, you know what? Fuck it. We pay $9 for a gallon of gas. Yeah. And we got such dickheads uh, making the calls around here that think any of us would approve that. Does that go for Dan Williams and his bike too, or just if you're in a car? Uh, just in the car. <laughs> but... Yeah, we approve that. We can all fucking, Brian can come, line us up, and we'll sell our houses to everybody. We can sell it to Mike Schilt, Ozzie Gian, and Brad Osmus. They can all <laughs> live down here. We'll go where we got a little bit of common sense. Yeah, uh, selling right now, a lot of people are in the market to sell. They just go, it just got too goddamn expensive. Yeah. And you can go a lot of places. We talked about it the other day. Nashville is great. Wherever you want to go, there's a bunch of cool places to live. Where you don't have your paycheck come in and all of a sudden it's gone before you know it. If you're looking to sell and, and change things out, give Brian Curry a call. Tell him Dave and Jeff sent you. Also, TaylorMade Pools, look, it seems like it gets hotter and hotter all the time. What can you say? It's going to be warm the rest of the week. And again, this weekend, still a great time to enjoy your TaylorMade Pool. Again, it's late October, and it's your chance to jump in and create great childhood memories and great memories with the family as well. Taylor May Pools, right there. Ask about their available financing. Alan Taylor is standing by 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452. Man, Dave, I'm telling you, Halloween coming up, and, and for the first 
Nine callers, cash only. It's the Elvira special. How about that? <laughs> Dude, that's a good one. You like that? I do. Have two jacuzzis at the top yeah. right there. You know where we put them. Yes. It's the Elvira special. You call Amy. She's going to say, I said three. I said nine. Cash only deal. Buy it. Why wouldn't you want the Elvira pool in your backyard? And you know, you go, well, wait a minute. You just talked to me about selling your house. Well, you're going to get a whole hell of a lot more when that family walks in. I don't know. I like it. Kitchen's nice. My God, is that an Elvira pool? <laughs> it's not just an Elvira pool. It's an Elvira pool from TaylorMade Pools. Let's sign the papers. Where's Brian Curry? Get him in here right now. <laughs> Coach, get in here. Put that whistle away. I want it. Yeah. Increase your property value. Have a gorgeous pool from TaylorMade Pools. Put in DaveAndJeffShow.com. Sponsor page shows you everything that they can do for you. Do it now. Thank us tomorrow. Don't forget, Dan Williams is your guy. Bar Smart 2-Minute Tuesday. He put one out again just yesterday. Bar Smart 2-Minute Tuesday on YouTube. You can check it out. You're going to learn something for free. Also, Brian's your guy to help you with your finances, get you out of debt, get you out of the rental market, buy a home. Everything having to do with money, Brian, excuse me, Dan Williams is your guy. Dan is your guy. He called me today and said, hey, Jim Bettencourt and I were playing uh, wiffle ball. Yeah. You want in? And I said, no, I don't want in. I go, dude, I can't see. I can't hit one of those fucking wiffle balls. Are you kidding me? I'm out. Did he ask you to play wiffle ball too? He, he asked me first. Yeah. He put me in the tweet. And then oh. he said, can you go? I sent him out of town. He goes, fuck, do I have to ask Diablo? Oh, yeah. No. Guy, he doesn't leave the garage watching it, TikTok videos, but it. yeah. I'm not playing. Show him the common courtesy. I try to give him Ernie Martinez's number. Ernie's a great wiffle ball pitcher. Ernie is good. Yeah, he is great. Best I've ever Boone's seen. number. Brett's not doing that shit. What, do you want me to wear pearls too, Dave? David? I'm David? not doing that. God damn, Booney was everywhere today. Poor kid did about a thousand shows. Yeah, he did. Fucking maniac. Dan's your guy. He might even ask you to play wiffle ball if you yes. give him a call. 858-688-6813. 858-688-6813. Did an amazing job for me. Had my condo refinanced a couple of months back, and it has already made a difference uh, when you see the payments and being able to put a little bit of money back in your pocket. Uh, with everything coming up, man, God, we got kids with braces and everything going on, so... Instead of pumping that money into your property, put it back into your pocket. Nobody can help you do that faster than Dan and his team. Kyle Fluger's your guy for the website. Look, if you want to fix your website, you want to create a brand new one, Kyle Fluger's the best we know. 619-500-6621. He's done about three of them for us already. 619-500-6621. He's a little slow punching trades through in this league. But he Dude, got it done. He got sucks my team. as a GM. No, He's as a GM. As a GM. I tried to make a trade with him yesterday. He said, hey, I like the offer. Uh, just not what I need right now. I couldn't even remember what I offered him. Walter Dave, I had Payton. <laughs> Walter Payton and fucking uh, Anthony Rizzo. It was a straight-up deal for Derrick Henry. Um, I go, shit, I don't even remember what I offered you. But uh, he was slow. I needed deals to be approved so I can make new deals, but finally got around to it. Now, I was dealing with a website today. I won't even mention it, but it was so insanely frustrating because nothing was working, and, and those are the kind of web pages where you go, dude, I am not putting my credit card onto this site. And if you look at your site, if people have even the slightest hesitation about it, guess what? They're not going to come back. So don't let that happen. Call Kyle. Let him and his team fix your page. You will be very, very happy with the results. All right, here we go. How old are they, and how much are they worth? This okay. is where I messed up, as I said, I started the show. I have October 26th, which is yesterday. That's fine. Okay. So, first one on here is Hillary Clinton. Ooh, Hillary. Uh, 
this is a good one. I'm going to say she's 68. 74. Is that right? Yeah. 74, and I'm going to say 25 million, and I'm going to say Epstein didn't kill himself. Oh, my God. $18 million. All right. Do you like that Epstein? Oh, Jesus. You throw her one? You know what? Years ago, I think I would have. Yeah. I'll tell you who else I would have thrown one, and I saw her on TV the other day, and I would have thrown one. <laughs> Never Linda Tripp, ever. Um, Katie Couric, I would have thrown her one. Now I look at Katie Couric, and I'm like, I'm not throwing her one. Katie Couric is a code breaker. Katie Couric, you guarantee it. Listen, I'm a, I'm a, I had to have this conversation with a friend earlier. You, there are chicks out there that are code breakers, and you go, what's the code breaker? And it's they do shit where they break the code. And no matter how good looking they are, they're not worth the fucking headache. They're the one that accidentally ends up, like if you guys are, you know, seeing each other, but it's kind of casual, they accidentally end up banging one of your buddies. They do yeah. something and you go, you know what? They're not worth the fucking headache. To me, she's a code breaker. You can see certain ones where you look at them, you go, nah, not going to do it. And if you break the code, you're, in my opinion, you're fucking gone. You know what I mean, Dave? It's not worth it just to tell me, hey, I threw Katie Couric one. Just for the well, story? Yes. Okay. And, and to call uh, Katie Temple and tell her, guess what I did tonight? Yes. It's worth it. What'd you do? Were you down at the Alpha Project? No, I'll do that next week. I promise. Wink, wink. Bob knows I'm, Bob knows I'm coming. No, fuck no. I got a room at the Manchester Hyatt and fucking took Katie Couric there. How the fuck you do that? I did the carny game. Who wants to go faster? She had nothing to say. And that'd just be Temple hanging up on me. Click. Uh, yeah. Seth MacFarlane. Seth MacFarlane. 50. And I'm going to say 50 million. Boy, you're off. 48. Okay. 400 million. $300 million. Fuck. And it's funny when you listen to him talk, he's like, this one's Family Guy canceled right now. He's really? like, dude, it's too much. Too much. He goes, it's ridiculous. This show keeps going on and on and on. He seems like a really cool dude. He does. He looks like Christopher Knight, Peter yes, Brady from Brady that's Bunch. That's a great call. Yeah. Yeah, he seems cool. Keith Urban. I like Keith Urban. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say Keith Urban's 54. Exactly right. And I'm going to say 200 million. 75, it says. No shit. I think he makes more than that, but seventy-five million. I think he does dollars. too. I think he reports that he's hiding money from uh, Nicole Kidman. <laughs> Two more for you, Pat Sajak. Pat Sajak, seventy-five. Exactly right. Say one hundred and fifty million. It says seventy, but I think Fuck you're closer. No, I think you're closer because it says that how much he makes a year. He makes like seventeen million dollars a year. Yeah. He owns a minor league baseball team also. Dude, big baseball guy. Yeah, he fucking works two days a month. Yeah, it's insane. All Look right. With your direct TV out here. I don't know why. I, keep, I see it. Keeps I feel going, like I have Tourette's. Keeps going black. I feel like <laughs> that guy keeps passed black. out and Kathy, Kathy Lee came on. Let's right. not be plugged in all the way. All right. The last one. John Hader. John Hader. Is Napoleon that for, Dynamite. Oh. John Hader is great. I'm going to say John Hader is uh, 37. 44, and it's depressing to hear that he's 44. Fuck. Uh, five million. Ten million dollars. Ah, good for him. You know what's funny? He has a twin brother. He does? Yeah. Dude, you know who I think of every time? I, I think of J, JD on uh, Stern. Oh, do you? That's yeah. funny. That's a good call. 
Yeah. That's All a right. good call. All right. Have you ever had to get, sorry, this is five random questions. Have you ever had to get stitches and for what? Yes. I've had to get stitches a bunch of different times. Um, I got hit uh, in the eye by my brother. I was playing solid defense, playing hockey, and he came back for a shot, hit me right above the eyebrow and split me open like Ray Boom Boom Mancini. Um, I had staples when I had my ACL replaced. I When I was a kid, I was cutting. They used to do these things called twin scrapbook. And so they would put like every day they'd put like two like biography pages about. And so I was, I was keeping them for a scrapbook. I was like, shit, I had to be like seven years old. And I used my mom's fabric scissors and didn't even realize and just cut right through my knee. Holy shit. And uh, I keep cutting down the paper and all of a sudden the paper's red. You didn't feel it? Never felt a thing. And I looked and it just looked like somebody had just sliced me with a razor uh yeah my brother we were fucking around my brother's four years older fucking around by uh richfield little league ran me over with a bike yeah that was probably more my fault i I deked the wrong way yeah bunch uh holy shit yeah a couple of i I don't think i ever got him from a fight no i Uh, never got him for a fight either yeah he leaking (laughs) uh no i never got him from that but yeah plenty of other shit when i got hit with the hockey stick Right above the eyebrow. Fuck, man, that that split me pretty good. Yeah. How about you? Twice, actually. Um, one time I got it when, and th- this one's a big one. This one was, um, I was five years old, and my buddy said to me, hey, let's run down this hill as fast as we can, but we're going to untie our shoes, so they're going to fly off like in the cartoons. Oh, shit. I, got, that, I swear to God, I just felt that in yeah. the base of my spine. Oh, my God. And so this is uh, this is back in the day where they had the metal sprinklers, not plastic. That's how I blew my ACL up. Uh, on a metal spr- uh, sprinkler. Rainbird. And so, uh, so man, I'm running down, this, down the hill, stepped on my shoelace, and I landed right on a, oh. a broken sprinkler. But you, you've yeah. known me for years. I got a scar that goes from the back of my head and yeah. it goes all the way down my face through my neck. It's like 66 stitches. Jesus. My, How old were you? Fa- this is two weeks ago. No, I was five years old, dude. That, that might have been when Ruth was just like, eh, God, I don't know if he's worth it. Oh, my God, dude. The stories my mother tells my son now that he's in Nashville are, are insane. How many are real and how many are Josh says to me, he goes, dude, everything I thought you bullshitted me on, you were telling the truth. And then... um, he t- called me today to tell me he, he told a story about me defending him in school when he was a kid. Yeah. And uh, she got all upset with me for defending him. Oh, he was, he was in the wrong. He oh, bet, boy. he bet a kid 20 bucks. He could beat him in dodgeball. And, yeah. uh, and Josh got in trouble in school for betting $20 on a dodgeball game. And I got called into the office and I just laid into the principal. For Good. Him. And so I was like, who yells at your kid for get, for defending your son? Yeah. So whatever. Whatever. Soccer. For someone who never was defended by their parents. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I'll take that one. Hey, here you go. I got one on my uh, on my eye, man. Some kid went second grade. I was hanging from a fence, and he took a stick and tried to throw it at my hands to knock my hands off the fence. Missed the fence. Hit me right in the face, dude. Split my eye open. It's crazy you didn't lose your eye, right? Isn't crazy, dude. The guy yeah. literally being in the emergency room, and they're picking bark out of my face. Yeah. Yeah. Picking bark out of dude, my fucking face. That, that's insane. I mean, for everybody. There's yeah. you. I, I guarantee, Dave... Everybody there, either two degrees of separation, either you or a brother, yeah, right, came close to fucking losing an eye yeah. or a finger or something. Fucking Jamie King fucking threw that, that stick at me. That fucking guy. <laughs> fucking guy.
All right. Here we go. What is the the one smell of food that brings you back to your childhood? Oh, I like that a lot. Um I like that a lot. Uh my mom one time, my mom was a single mom and just the greatest. But she made liver one time. Ooh. Oh God, we lit her up. Oh, fuck liver. Just Ugh. heckled her. We're like, I was like seven. My brother's like 11. My sister's like 12. God, my poor mom. She probably cried. What is this? What the hell is this? I don't bust my nut all day in second grade for this shit. <laughs> Come on, get in there and be better. Just awful. <laughs> this goddamn awful. Um, it's actually the funniest one. Like, there should be all kinds of funny things. Yeah. My grandmother, who's my mom's mom, I swear, Dave, it the smell of cranberries makes me fall over laughing every time because my poor grandmother, for like two years in a row for Thanksgiving, brought cranberries yeah. that were so goddamn awful. And she <laughs> I thought you could go the other way. No. <laughs> and she literally heard about it for twenty-five years until her passing. Every Thanksgiving. Hey, how you feeling about this? Okay. That's enough. And my brother, my sister, who doesn't say anything, would just encourage it. God, my and my mom said, my God, those were awful. About her own mom. Oh, I could feel it in my molars. And we just lit her up. And my, my grandmother, I was obviously very close with as a kid, and she had a very funny sense of humor. And so, yeah, just every year Thanksgiving. So it's good because I obviously miss her. Yeah. She was a huge influence on me for the right reasons. But, yes, uh, if I had one, yeah. right, I'm sure our Italian friends can say pasta yeah. or whatever. But I probably say. I just remember the – and my poor grandmother is so sweet. was such a good sport about it. But that's the one that probably cracks me up the most. Oh, what about for funny. you? For me, it's it's always hot dogs. It's like either Dodger dogs or oh. walking through a mall and a hot dog on a stick, whatever. Yeah. But the smell of hot dogs makes me think like being a kid. Really? That's cool. Yeah. I like that one. That is that is so fucking funny. Me you're killing the grandma. Oh, we just all the time. Hey, you bringing this? All the time. <laughs> if you could have free food from one fast food chain for the rest of your life, which one would it be? That's really good. I like that. I gotta think about that. Uh, just one, huh? Oh, he leaking. What are we watching? <laughs> he he leaking. leaking. We're watching Portland and Memphis in basketball. Yeah. I thought we were turning on to Scott Van Pelt. I'm like, these are the longest highlights of all time. Yeah, all time. <laughs> for the um, whole quarter. I think it would be, oh, I'll tell you what I'll take. I'll take the grilled chicken sandwich at uh, at Chick-fil-A. Okay. So Grill- Chick- but the restaurant chain would be Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A, yeah. Where are you going? Yeah. Chick-fil-A is great. The problem is the lines are always long. It's like in and out it's great, but the long- lines are so fucking long. Dude, I, there's one that I found where the line is insanely manageable really? and i will not tell you where good. it is good but how's this one over here it's packed dude is all it? the time yeah. it, is, it is crazy long but have you seen my sons and i went to this place when it first opened and it was really good yeah raising canes yeah and they were you know my kids were at the time were like canes chicken you mean yeah okay yeah yeah but it's raising cane right i thought and, it was just called canes chicken that could be but um it, it doesn't matter but we went there one time. Really good. Yeah. It was fun. And dude, same thing, Dave. When you go the there, packed. a huge the one in Santee is ridiculous. 
Yes, that's the one. Yeah. Yeah, that's the only one I know of locally. But, yeah, where where are you going? You know, it's funny. Today I went to, not this isn't my play. I would pick in and out if the line wasn't so goddamn long. Um, Could you do double doubles, though, every day? Pretty much, man. I, I'm, wow. I, I'm that boring. I went to uh, I went to Jersey Mike's today. My wife's out of town for four days. Yeah. I went to Jersey Mike's. And every time I get Jersey Mike's, I'm like, it's great. But, man, it pisses me off that I got to do that tip thing at the end. Yeah, you know? you're getting that everywhere. You're getting yeah. that at Rubio's yeah. now? Yeah, every time. And it's like, dude, you didn't do anything. Yeah. You know? You want it Mike's way? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Hey, you give really it went back. all out. Yeah, give that back. <laughs> we <laughs> want 15, 20, or 25% yeah. for this. Pushes their nose on it. Yeah, there you go. Rubs fuck. it under his pit. <laughs> That's there you like, go, you cheap fuck. You cheap fuck. What the hell? Yeah, that, Jersey that, Mike's is pretty solid. That, that it's is, expensive, though. It is. It's crazy expensive for a sandwich. That's yeah. uh, that, that's insane. Anyway, they, what can I tell you? What is I, your hang on? Yeah. One thing at Jersey Mike's, really good. Uh, fuck off with your numbering system. Hey, I'll have the eleven. She'll have the forty-seven. Tommy over here. I'll have the fifty-nine. The fuck is this? Okay, just one, two, and three. Fuck off, Mike. You're not that important. Nobody gives a shit. All so right. stupid, right? You know what I'm talking yeah, about I when know. you go in there. Well, it's funny today because uh, I had the turkey sandwich. It's a seven, so I just went. I'll have the seven. I wanted to see if the guy could get it without turning his back to the menu to say, "What the fuck does he want?" Yeah, and he got it right, of course. You yeah. know, but I'm just like, I was curious to know. I'm not going to say the turkey sandwich. I'm going to go. I'm just going to throw the number and see how good you are. Yeah, I think that's what. And the guy does kept it. trying to talk to me with a mask on, which hey, I'm glad you hey, wore a mask. Hey, I couldn't hey, understand. Hey, a hey, fu- hey, it was like talking to Bolt Man. I was like, dude, oh, I yeah. can't understand a fucking thing you're saying. Stop talking. Stop talking. I, I'm not talking to you. Just make the sandwich. I'm looking at my phone. I've no desire to look yeah. up at you. Yeah. How you doing, champ? Yeah. They are a little chatty in that place. <laughs> you know what I'm doing? I know I'm going to be pissed in three minutes when I got to give you 25% for fucking putting onions on that sandwich. Yeah. Dick. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. All right. What does your mother call you when she's mad at you? Oh. Um, well, that's funny. Uh, I, she just, Jeff, when I was a kid, it was my full name. Middle name too? No, that was my never it. My wife drops the middle name. That was never it. But, um, my mom hears me around my kids and my kids are a terrible influence on me. And so that's, that's pretty fun. Um, but what's more fun is hearing my ex yell at my kids. Cause that's when I know they're fucked. Kate Nicholas. Oh, oh boy, you're done. Too. And my son Jack has probably been called Jackson fucking three times in his life. And each time it's when he's being a fucking jerk. Did I tell you he came out of retirement? Of what? He'd announced his retirement immediately. Oh, from running. From running. Yeah. Told me yesterday he's coming out of retirement. Oh, really? And I said, the you boxer. went from being... I said, you went from being the smartest guy to the dumbest guy. You want to know why he's coming yeah, out of retirement? Him. Why? He said, yeah, I'm coming out of retirement because I didn't pay close enough attention, even though I go, your mom told you. He goes, I know. But I'm coming back because at the end, they give you one of those Target bags and you can just fucking load it up with chips and grandma's cookies. And I go, you're coming back for that? Yeah, you offer to pay 100 bucks to get out of it. You know what you could buy yeah. for 100 bucks at Target? Yeah. And then he reluctantly said, actually, it was pretty fun. Really? And he said, uh, doing it with mom again will be great. Wow. And I said, all right. I go, well, you could claim your story is to get the snacks. 
But if it's because you had a good time with your mom, I like that a cool. lot. Yeah. Are they coming back for football next year? Uh, I don't know the answer to that. My son, Cade, is now he's got the flu. This fucking Jesus kid. Jesus Christ, dude. I Anthony don't know Davis that, is like, come on. Dude, right? A boy in the bubble. I was like, God damn. <laughs> what the fuck's going on with you? Need Paul Williams to write a song about you? Yeah, he hung out. Dude, we hung out Sunday. We went and watched the Raider game. And we had a blast, and then he got he got sick as uh, can be on Monday. So I don't know because he's still shaken back from COVID. I don't know that he got to play tomorrow against Granite. Jack will play tomorrow. Good. Um, but Cade went through two days all summer, ran the suicides. Yeah, did he all the shit part. Did all of that shit and played in the first game, and then uh, and got sick. So yeah, I I think he feels like he's got unfinished business. But to me, David's their decision what they want to do. Uh, it's been so much fun for me watching, but I, I leave that to them. So I know Jack's talking about playing basketball and Kate's talking about playing a sport in the spring. Um, but but I said, don't take a couple of weeks, chill out, see where you're at. Yep. And um, like they have that champs camp in the summer and they're not going to do any of that shit. They're, they're actually going to have the summer and do that. I mean, shockingly, when you're, Five three and five seven. You're both soaking wet, about 111 pounds. I don't think uh, Nick Saban's showing up to Helix to to scout him. So, what about wrestling? Would they ever do wrestling? It's funny, my buddy Aaron Creasy said to that said that uh, to me yesterday that they could do that. They're both strong as shit. Yeah, so and they're they don't weigh a lot. No, they're little fucks. Um, so yeah, I don't know. But again, uh, whatever they want to do, I I feel like Jack's coming back for sure because he dug it. And I feel like Cade feels like he's got unfinished business. He knows he cool. can. Once you've gone through summer football, yeah. uh, you get a little dirt under your nail. You get a little dirt on your pants, Dave. You know, like the guys do at USIU. <laughs> hey, they're bowl players. Um, yeah, but it's up to them what they want to do. So I, I just said, hey, give it a couple of weeks. Let it chill. But I know Cade's frustrated that he, he ended up missing a, a bunch of it. So, yeah, I would think, yeah, but whatever they want to do is cool with us. All right, last question. Who is the strangest coworker you've ever worked with? Uh oh. Oh, that's really good. A lot of them in radio. Yeah. That's really good. Do you have one immediately? You know, I there are a bunch of them that I actually like, but the one that that stands out to me who doesn't talk to me anymore after this one day is Mike Hansen. Yeah. Mike Mike Hansen worked with Jeff and I at KFMB. And uh, Mike was one of those all-in radio guys. And he wanted to call Jeff at 5 in the morning. Oh, yeah. And I said, you aren't calling Jeff at 5 in the morning. Yeah. He literally went to bed at 1. You aren't calling him at 5. I'm answering the question for you. It it was a question for you and I both. Yeah. And I'm going to answer the question. Don't wake him up. Yeah. And I said, dude, I'm telling you, you're going to piss him off. Don't wake him up. He's going to be pissed. There's a reason why you stopped doing morning sports with Ted. You you wanted to sleep with normal. I lived in La Costa. Yeah. And so uh, we went back and forth, and he's screaming at me and that he's going to call you. And I said, don't fucking call him. And it got heated, and then he just looks at me, and he goes, when I was going to buy my first radio station, I was going to hire you. Now you're fucking out, he tells me. Has he bought it yet? He has not bought his radio Oh, well. <laughs> Maybe he's calmed down. It was such a stupid threat that he used on me. I'm like, I'm out? He's like, oh, shit. I'm not going to work for you one day, Mike? I got to think. Like, KFMB. And I liked Mike up until that point. Never talked to me again. Ever. You fucking won that the lottery it. there, that kid. That was it. Um, I'm trying to think. So, KSDO was great. KSDO and KCLX was really good. 
Um, every one of these engineers we work with is a little weird. Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah, that's true. One, one guy gave us porn of people that worked in the building. That was good. <laughs> and I lost that fucking DVD. If anybody out there still has it, that was really good. That's the best. I've never worked at a place in my life. That's probably the winner. I We started... We got signed in. Yeah. We met the engineer, and he said, hey, you're probably going to want this. Yeah, that's what he said. Remember? <laughs> that's what he and said. And we're like, okay. Yeah. And he gave us all, like, it was you and me. Yeah. And I feel like there was somebody else there. I just remember you and me. And it was not labeled. Yeah. It was just like, a. that's was, why I lost it. It was like a gold Yes, DVD. gold paper. Yeah. And you go, okay, What's this? And I wasn't married yet. No kids. Yeah. But it was the the best looking girl in the building. Porn. Yeah. And she, yeah, she did porn on the side. Which is outstanding. It's expensive to live here. (laughs) And, um, yes. And then, but he didn't even know us. No, it was day one. It was day one. Yeah. I, I don't even think we'd broken for lunch. We didn't even it. signed. We're not even done our 1099s where you do like dependents. And I'm walking around with this. What am I supposed to do with this shit? Well, I know what I'll do with it. But I can't do anything with it here. Yeah. Yeah. That's fucking weird for sure. Yeah. Not uh, a bad guy. Good guy. Great fucking yeah, legend. But, but the question is, who's the strangest co-worker you ever worked with? He falls in the top. Oh, yeah. That's probably it. <laughs> That's probably it. Yeah, I don't... Um, yeah, I don't have a whole lot of... I don't have a whole lot of stories. Really? Who, who was the old guy us. we had? Who was the old guy we had over there at 103.7? Our engineer? Yeah. Lee? Lee. Lee was When strange. every time he went under the table, <laughs> hey, you're pretty good, Dad. Stop it. You said, oh, I'll tell you when to stop it, kid. You keep going. You've done this before. <laughs> Awful. The, how did we not get written up? <laughs> Awful. Because we had, what's his face? Jeff, Jeff Stewart. Stewart. That's he was the worst. 20, guy literally on day one wore a t-shirt that said, well, it's not going to suck itself. Yeah. <laughs> we had this guy. The, the studio, the only thing that was funnier we got to get Laura Kane back in here. You want to get Kane back in here? Yeah, sure. We were supposed to bring her on before. Yeah, that fucking kid. I love her. The funniest shit was that studio that we had at 103.7 was so tiny and run down. And when we left, and then they made that the Kixie studio, and they had to put all the Jeff and Jared people in yeah. there. It was you, me, and Safe Stewart. There That's were three right. of us. It was Laura and Emily and Tommy and Jeff and Jer, Randy. How the fuck did they all fit in there? And it's this little studio. And we had this guy, Lee, an engineer who had to be in his 60s or 70s. Easily in his 70s. And it's just this rundown. It's the building that people can see, the old Kixie building that looks like it's about to slide Fall down the to the freeway. 163. And it felt that way because the door would shut by itself. Remember, like yes. it, was, it was off balance. And that's where we met Sam Bass yeah. and Susie DeVincent and the, the rest of them. Huh? The greener. Dude, fucking Gene Knight's the greatest. I love Gene Knight. And, uh, but this guy, Lee, our engineer was like the nicest, soft-spoken guy. 
And every time he went under, he'd have to go under the console to fix something. It was just, it was open mic yeah, night. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Been waiting for this. Hey, stop it up there. <laughs> oh, okay, buddy. That what you said Monday when you were under there. You little alley cat. <laughs> just terrible. Just terrible. I don't even know who our HR person was. I never met him. <laughs> I'm just thinking about how terrible, but goddamn, we'd be down there giggling. Laughing all the time. You think Sam Bass gave him those jokes? Oh, my God, dude. It's no. funny. We just talk HR alone. When I think we might have said this on, on the air once, but this always cracks me up. You and I, whenever we had interns at KFMB, yeah. we always had to go in and sign that piece of paper, basically saying you aren't going to hit on the intern. Yeah. Remember that? Katie Mosher. Yeah. We had some, Haley. Haley. We had some good ones. Great, yeah. Uh, good looking ones. And then there was a new intern that came in. And uh, here comes the person with the paperwork to sign. Oh, boy. Yeah, I remember and, this. And remember that? He walks right in, sees the girl, and just walked right out. I didn't he like did, that. He just pulled it, not a chance. <laughs> he goes, why even waste the pin? He just walked right out as soon as he saw that girl. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I remember that day. <laughs> that, was, that was not very nice. <laughs> that wasn't, that wasn't no, I would have nice. willingly signed. And, hey, we're fine. We, isn't that amazing? Yeah, we never did anything dumb. No. Like, I, I see these stories that are going, I mean, yeah. for anybody that's a hockey fan, what happened with the Chicago Blackhawks Holy shit. is just awful. It's just absolutely awful. And the young man that the player came out today and shared his story, and you can go find it. I mean, the courage that he showed to do that today. And that organization, man, uh, it's just, it's really, really tough. And you read that report, and it's just, yeah. A lot of top management stepped aside, but man, oh man. And then, yeah, just the other things that are going on. It's just, yeah, in sports, it's crazy to think you and I might be the two normal ones. <laughs> there you go. All right, so we're back on Monday, you say? I would be back Monday, yeah. Okay. I'm going... Uh, Halloween Sunday anyway. Yeah, I'll be in L.A. for the Kings game. And then uh, on Monday, I'm going for fish tacos and a couple of beers. So Monday could be a show worth tuning into. Perfect. Okay. In Carl's bed, but I obviously won't. Well, yeah, I can't. I got to drive all the way down here, so I'll probably have one beer. Okay. I'm a fucking punk, but it'll be me, Corey Stewart, John <laughs> Schaefer, Mike Sosha, Jimmy Russell, Darren, uh, Darren, yeah, Landon Donovan. By the way, just one quick thing, and then I'm done. I got to give a shout out, and I hope Jimmy Russell hears this. I got to give a fucking shout out to Marty Caswell. Marty, you and I know casually. She was always very cool to us. Yeah. There is nothing that makes me happier than when dopey little shit that had something. I had a screenshot of you the other day. What was it? It was a screenshot. Oh, I know. My buddy, uh, Stevie V. I said to him, hey, uh, he's from Buffalo. Big fan of this show. So I haven't talked to Steve in a couple of weeks. Uh, Long time buddy. And I said, uh, Hey, I'm going just unsolicited. I text him. I go, hey, I'm going to go watch the Kings kick the shit out of your Sabres on Sunday. Yeah. They're going to steamroll them. Can't wait. He goes, hey, dummy. The Sabres have seven points. Your Kings have three. The only steamrolling you're going to see is Palais out in the parking lot working his weekend gig for Eagle Paving. He just goddamn slams you. Yeah. Okay. You loves you. Loves this show. Thinks you're the funniest guy going. That's nice. 
And then he just kicks you. He says, the yes. only thing I'm going to see is you working your weekend job at Eagle Paving. I found that hysterical. Yeah, that's all you did. So I put it on Instagram, and I said, you know, poor Dave sitting here minding his own business and just gets cheap-shotted. And son of a gun, if that funny Marty Caswell didn't like it. Yeah. She loved it. And I go, God bless her. I love it. Marty, you have no idea how much that made my weekend. I'm glad. What the fuck? Well, Lisa Ann and Nicole liking anything where you get slammed is always a win. That one does always hurt. But they're in on it and they know the game. But goddamn, seeing Marty laughing at that. It made my day. The only thing worse would have been if it was Gina the Latina that did it to me. I don't think I follow her. Good. But she hated me. Yeah, Caswell doesn't hate you. No, I don't think she hates me. She just never says hello to me. I've only known her 25 years at least. Yeah, dude, she's cool. She's cool. She walks by me every fucking Sunday and, hey, Marty, just keeps walking. Where, where do you see her? You Not haven't anymore. Seen her. I haven't seen her in a couple of years. No, I've seen every Charger so. game for every, every Charger game. I just haven't, we, ESPN well, hasn't used any of us because of COVID. No. But yeah, fucking was ridiculous. Well, she's like, why is the guy from Eagle Paving talking? Oh, you cocksucker. You son of a bitch. I'll see you Monday, asshole. Okay, fucker.